Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to the Super Edition of Cookie Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. I've uh, got a great show for you. It's the uh, December 15th, and it's during Christmas time, so we want to say happy holidays. And what's going to be great about, about this week is that we bring you our annual Tricky Kid Top 10 Cosplayers uh, of the Year. Uh, it was such a big hit last year, and we had so much fun doing it that I thought I'd bring it back again this year. Now, I want to disclaim, as I disclaimed last year, is that this isn't some sort of like like real competition where we we think that we know what's best or we've met every cosplayer in the world or in the states or, or even in Texas uh, or anywhere else that we've been. Uh, this is just a way of recognizing and acknowledging some really cool people that we have met along the way this year um, that we either worked with, we shot uh, for TrickyKid.com, uh, we interviewed for this very show um, in some way. And then I thought I would just compile them and, and actually how the how the, the rankings actually work was over a, a quite a few different platforms, uh, you know, like who got the most traffic or whose pictures got clicked on the most or whose uh, tweets got retweeted when we talked about them, you know, that sort of thing. So but again, it, it's 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 you know, it's friendly competition, but not absolute. Um, and again, like I said, I. Whenever I see lists like that, it always kind of implies some type of uh, authority, and uh, we by no means uh, want that to happen or to suggest that uh, that these cosplayers should be pitted against each other or something. It's just a it's a fun way to acknowledge some cool people. Um, I was introduced to cosplay really early last year, uh, actually, um, when I was at the Sundance Film Festival, and so I. Uh, stuck around uh, and attended the Salt Lake City Comic Con, which completely blew my mind. I had the best time ever. And, you know, I, of course, I'd seen people dressing up at, you know, movie premieres and the occasional costume at some some events, but I wasn't aware of its mainstream, you know, uh, uh, presence as well as, uh, you know, there's people that are doing it, you know, big time for big money and that sort of thing. And But uh, I do promote that cosplay is for everybody you know it, it is wonderful for those that are actually you know doing it big and for big money and and you know in a very high profile sort of way and and some of those people are also on our are on our list but uh but also so so are some people that are just doing it for fun so we wanted to acknowledge those people and come up with a fun little list uh this year uh of people that's uh that again like i said that we've either worked with you know that we were impressed with and that's really the only qualifications is that we had to have met. Uh, there were a lot of people that I've seen online or have talked to online um, that really were were fantastic. Shout out to Katie DeCobre up in Vancouver. Uh, she does, you know, people who know me know, obviously know this show, know how much uh, G.I. Joe and the Baroness is near and dear to my heart. So uh, Katie DeCobre, I'm sorry, Katie DeCobre. To play off of the Baroness's character Anastasia de Cobre, uh, you know the little word Cobra there. She uh, is killing the Baroness game. She's got that on lockdown. So, uh, so Katie would be on the list, but we've never actually met or worked together in person. So that that kind of gives you a little insight into how the uh, how the how the list came to be. So without me running off at the mouth any, any further, why don't we go ahead and get to number ten? Uh, we're gonna go, of course backwards here, um, starting at 10 and all the way to number one. 
Uh, number one is uh, a girl that, that, that goes by the name Stardust. And we, we met her at the, uh, the Dallas Comic-Con Fan Expo, where the Dallas Comic-Con has their main event and then two satellite events. This was back in October. And uh, Star is stunning, unbelievable. And she's uh, uh, from, from Asian uh, ethnicity. So it was really cool to see somebody do uh, Wonder Woman uh, and bring diversity to that character. And uh, she's just awesome. We had such a great time hanging together uh, all weekend long. And we, you know, we, we did several shoots together uh, all three days and, and hung out and actually attended Mick Foley's uh, Q&A there on that first night there. So want to give a shout out to Stardust. And again, all these, these cosplayers, uh, you go to trickykid.com. I'll have links up um, so that you can, can check out their stuff and and uh, and really kind of kind of send some traffic and some and some love their way. Uh, okay, so without further ado, uh, let's get on to number nine. Okay, now moving on to uh, to number nine here, uh, cosplayer uh, Vienna uh, for Vienna Nunley. Uh, Vienna is awesome, man. She is also a fellow DJ like I am. She goes by the name DJ Vionix. Uh, what's cool about her is that she actually combines it. She actually does her DJ gigs uh, while while wearing cosplay and kind of combines uh, her love and skill of, of, of EDM and cosplay and kind of makes it uh, this kind of one-two punch there. And she's awesome. Um, I met V. Actually, I tapped her for uh, – there's this really great – you've heard me talk about it. We're, we're talking about it a lot in this episode um, – this retro arcade uh, in the Mid-Cities area, if you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, between Dallas and Fort Worth, there's an area called the Mid-Cities. And one of those cities is an area called Bedford, and there's a place called the Quarter Lounge Arcade. And uh, I had been hired to uh, to DJ their grand opening party, and we were going to be also hosting a uh, and judging a cosplay contest. And so I actually I tapped V uh, because she is a cosplay extraordinaire and a fellow DJ, and we had a great, great time. Uh, she's awesome, um, and we're gonna be talking about a lot about Quarter Lounge. Uh, there's, I got some other appearances coming up uh, there, and uh, uh, it's just a great, great place. Check them out for sure, uh, and definitely check out v, uh, Vienna. Like I said, she is awesome. Um, she does a, a really, really great like female Joker. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the Batman stuff, of course, you know Harley Quinn and things like that. But she puts a great spin on that. And again, you know, combining DJing with cosplays very 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 unique uh and she's also based out of uh, about uh you know out of arlington texas and now uh coming in at number eight is actually uh somebody that we've we've uh met already this year uh that kind of comes from the the anime world she's uh from right outside oklahoma city her name is katrina george and uh she i met her when i was djing akon earlier this year which is the, the big anime festival that they have uh, at the uh, Hilton Anatole in Dallas. And then I saw, we also met again and shot both twice this year at the anime fest that was held uh, in Fort Worth. Uh, Katrina does this great character, uh, the the character Inori, and just steals the convention. I'm not kidding. She was the hit of Akon. If you were at Akon this year, you definitely saw Katrina because she, her cosplay was so on point and she was practically mobbed everywhere she went because of it so definitely want to give a shout out um, to Katrina and congratulations to her coming at number eight I know that she works very very hard 
uh, on her cosplay. Uh, I'm, I'm also very excited. I want to want to take a break just for a second because I wanted to, to, to tell you guys that there is uh, we have a lot of great guests talking uh, on the show uh, this week, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce you to some people. We're going to go and get them on the phone. Uh, Conrad Von Bosi and Bill Barber are the producers and designers of this great game called Zombie Overrun. And it is, wait till you hear this, uh, the, the, this interview with these guys. Uh, it's going to be something that not just gamers, but cosplayers and just fans of the, that genre alone are going to freak out about because you can actually can be a playable character. It's so interactive and a great way to promote your cosplay in a really fun gaming sort of way. So that's why I wanted to invite them on uh, to talk about it. They're going to be launching a, a, a Kickstarter for it on January the 9th. It's going to last for 45 days, and I, I encourage all of you to get involved. So let's go ahead and get Conrad uh, and Bill on the phone. All right, and now joining me this week, as I mentioned before, is the producers of this fantastic game coming up called Zombie Overrun that I had mentioned one time before. Uh, joining me now is the creative director, Conrad Von Bosi, and producer, Bill Barber. Guys, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Hey, we're a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. So I'm, I'm talking to Bill. I'm talking to Conrad. Now, we had talked about this before, and, and our listeners uh, know that I've been excited about this coming up. Uh, and what I wanted to, to talk to you guys about today was – Again, it's the holiday season. Uh, the big launch is around the corner here. You guys have a Kickstarter program uh, currently set up right now about Zombie Overrun. Talk a little bit to me about that, uh, uh, Conrad and Bill. So uh, right now what we're doing is we're, we've got all the pregame done for the uh, Kickstarter. Uh, we've built the Kickstarter, and we're ready to launch on January 9th. Uh, that includes uh, several expansions and the base game, including some very special prizes for you and your listeners uh, if the game or, or win the game funds. And uh, we're just we're just moving forward towards that date. Fantastic. And so I wanted to talk about that because you do have some very special stuff specifically for our listeners, for the Tricky Kid Nation out there that I'm so excited for our listeners and our readers. Uh, to be able to hear, and uh, and we're going to get to that here in just one second. Uh, Bill, I wanted to ask you directly. Uh, some of these designs that I have uh, that I've been fortunate enough to see for the upcoming game are just absolutely fantastic. What were some of your inspirations behind that? Uh, well, the design of the game and the build of the game is uh, is pretty interesting. We wanted to build a game that uh, that that really goes to players uh, and and hits them on a level where they get involved. Uh, and from a production standpoint, we, we wanted to create a unique thing where the Zombie Overrun universe actually melds with the real, melds with the people around us that we know. But I think Conrad is a little bit better more, uh, suited to answer the remainder of that question. All right, Conrad. So basically what we wanted to do is um, use people that we know, our fans, um, family members, things like that, in the artwork for the game. So every person that you see in this game is an actual person that we know or is a fan online with us. Um, I know you guys, we have so great. Ashlyn Starbuck and um, Jade Robin Lease as two of our uh, main characters. You can find them on Facebook and uh, Twitter, I think. Some other oh, right, for, 
For sure. And our listeners, of course, know, uh, have already been introduced to Ashlyn, of course, because she was on our cosplay special last month and who also will be joining us later on today for this actual episode that we're doing, uh, naming our top ten cosplayers. Uh, and so they already know about her. So, so this is fantastic because for that, that means that the sky is the limit. That means what drew me to this game and what drew me to you was not only you guys' ambition, uh, but in my opinion, and you know, for all the, the games that I see out there, the kind of games that I would want to play, nobody is doing this. Like, there's a lot of neat stuff out there, and it's very exciting, but this whole thing, like you said, of melding the real world with this fantastical world by being able to introduce and insert actual people that you know is playable, that means that there's, there's really no limit to what this game can do. Uh, talk a little bit about the actual play of the game. So <clears throat> we wanted to make a uh, a game that was more like the old school Romero type, uh, you know, Living Dead movies, yeah. where basically the zombies just keep coming and keep coming until basically the last person standing. Um, we wanted our players to actually have a like a fear for their characters' lives. Um, so so great. <laughs> I love that. The game's like. Um, well, we call it our our uh, passive-aggressive game. So basically what you try and do is you try and survive longer than your friends. And everybody's going to die, but it you know you just want to be the last person to die. I see. I see. You get to, whenever you defeat a zombie, you get to draw a card from either the survivor deck, which gives you um, better, like, weapons, med kits, things like that to make you survive. And then, or you can choose from the zombie deck, which allows you to change the game state. Um, you can basically make stronger, faster, tougher zombies to kill your friends with. But doesn't that engineer this? This is what's so exciting about this for me, is that it, doesn't this, you know, the, the platform that you guys have created, not only is it so unique, but doesn't this kind of lend itself to the idea of of expansion, after expansion, after expansion, where you know, not only the creators, you guys, but the actual users and players of the game, they can take this in so many different directions. Like as I'm saying, the sky truly is the limit with this type of, with the kind of format that you guys have, have, have created. What was the concept behind it? So um, <laughs> my, fiance, my fiance and I were sitting around one night, um, just got finished watching Walking Dead. Got it. And that we were talking about, you know, different zombie games that were out there. I'm not going to mention all the ones that we played. We played. <laughs> um, but none of them give you that feel like you're, I don't know, like you're going to die. That fear right. said yeah. early. And um, we're looking at my four by eight game table, and basically she said, "Well, tell me what you, uh, what your idea is," and then we kind of went from there and. Almost two years later, we have Zombie Overrun. <laughs> and what a wonderful evolution, because like you said, when you're watching The Walking Dead or some of those zombie shows, the appeal of watching it with your friends is you're invested into these people. So if you actually create a character that is somebody that you know, you're going to be more invested, right? Absolutely. Yep. I think it, I think it's absolutely genius. Uh, uh, Bill, uh, the aesthetic of the game uh, is extraordinary. Um, what what do you think are some of the influences that that you draw upon uh, in 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 with with regards to that? So um, 
what we look for is we look for uh, players and locations and uh, any number of things that we can that we can build into the game. Uh, that means expansion packs or environments or uh, character packs or special zombies or ultra zombies or things that we can inject into the world that are gonna that are gonna meld with the world well and fit well. And when I say that, I mean I'm looking at real people, real cosplay, real individuals, and making decisions on whether or not they're going to fit into the uh, value, the production value of the game that, that we want to design. And so, and so think about that then whenever, like, you guys are, let's say, like, in promotion phase, okay? Again, since Ashland Starbuck, you know, is, a, is an awesome real person, when you guys, if somebody were to go to a con uh, to, and you guys were all set up, like, the actual Ashland Starbuck could be there in character as the, you know what I'm saying? Like, as, or, or like, you know, any other playable character could actually could be there in person. So I mean that's 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 such a great consumer investment, isn't it? It is, and you know I will, I'll drop you a little a uh, little tidbit since uh, since we're on the air. Um, the some of the characters are actually uh, you know special characters or people uh, that we feel you might want to get autographs from. So their character cards actually have spaces for that, so that you can get their autograph. Uh, and you can complete your collection. Some of the characters aren't even available unless you come meet with us. You have to actually find us to get super powerful characters. And that's yeah, the only this is so fun, man. That is so fun. Keep going with that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. Uh, but we have we have quite a bit to do there um, in the in the future, um, and that could get that could get very uh, very specific. Um, we actually have a way to do that on our Kickstarter, uh, and I mentioned it specifically for that, which which is the $350 pledge level, uh, which we can get into later as far as everything that's in it. But basically, you get the full Monty package of everything under the sun, and you get to sur- you get to build your very own Survivor or Ultra, and anyone can do that. I mean, this is just a this is a thing that anybody can get in on and engage in the culture and the environment and the story and the universe and everything that we're creating. Well, I, I, I love how inspired it is, like what you just what you both just said. Okay, because again, it casts such a wide net because it's going to appeal to people who like to collect, people who like autographs. I mean like what you know, if you're playing a, a Scooby Doo game, you're never actually gonna ever actually really meet Daphne. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it's one of those things where where in this case it appeals to you know to like you know the thrill, the hunt, or the for the autograph seekers, or you know, the collectability, the cards. Um, all those different things cast such a uh, you know, and you even said you even have, have left space on the cards for said autographs, and then having to hunt you guys out. I mean, that just lends itself to so much, and it's very, very, very inspired. And people do want to get involved, and I want to tell them how they can get involved. And you mentioned about the Kickstarter and the different levels. Uh, so, Conrad, uh, please tell us, and uh, to me and to the listeners out there, how can they get involved with Kickstarter and all the things that it offers? So, um, the Kickstarter, uh, the Kickstarter is basically going to be a uh, a series of forty five days. And uh, I do want to throw out there that I know that most Kickstarters are 30 days. We're doing 45 because we have to get over Chinese New Year anyway. So there's right, no sure. to toss on the extra days. Um, so uh, 
here's here's kind of what we do. We start at a five dollar and ten dollar pledge level uh, with the zombie bait and the masses pledge level, where you can donate a little bit to the cause, uh, and uh, it goes on to a twenty five dollar pledge level. Um, where you can start getting into character expansions uh, or just donating to the cause again. And then we have a uh, $45 pledge level. You actually get the full playable board game at $45. I mean, that's okay. really okay. Um Then you get uh, the, the $60 pledge level is going to give you the Zombie Overrun Ammo Box uh, expansion. So that means that you get the game and the first expansion just straight away. Um, and we are looking at doing a, a, another one at $110 that will give us, that will give you all of the expansions and the base game. Uh, at $175, you actually get some really cool concept stuff. Uh, you get a, a case or a box, uh, that's, that's made by Cedar Valley Box Company. And this box will hold almost every expansion we're probably going to do. It's massive. It's pre-thought out. It's pre-designed to specifically hold Zombie Overrun and all of its stuff. Um, and it's got a, it's got a, back, a backing on it that's unique to every single box. So not no one's going to have the same box. Everyone's going to get a different one. Everyone's going to get their own collector item. Um, oh, wow. Wow. And the pledge levels go up from there, like the $350 pledge level where you get to design your own zombie or ultra and you get to you get to collect that with a designer. I'm gonna let Conrad take that one real quick. Basically, that's just the uh, the area where you get to send me emails and then uh, basically hang out with me for a little while to make your own um, character or ultra zombie. Uh, so so talk about the, the ultra zombie for a second because that sounds exciting and sounds kind of kind of exclusive. So the ultra zombies are zombies that are going to be coming out in expansions and. Basically, in the in the core game, you're just going to be going against, like, stronger zombies, faster zombies, tougher zombies. The ultra zombies get those kind of abilities, plus they get to either affect other zombies or do some crazy stuff. And so and each one will be unique to the, to, to the person that designed them, correct? Absolutely. And, again, you will get to basically hang out with me over email or video chat or whatever to design that. Golly. Okay, so so how would one prepare for that? Because you know, like how like you know the Magic the Gathering players out there can relate to the fact that you know that if you have a white deck, it's pretty good against a red one, or oh, I'm sorry, it's a black one, or a, a red versus green, or blue versus white. It's like if this is this person's own unique design, that you have no way to prepare against it. And for me, that makes it so exciting because it's again, it's, it's like a, it's like a it's a, a custom game where truly each deck is custom, right? Yes, sir. Well, basically, as a game designer, we have uh, we have limitations to what we can do for the Ultra Zombies, but some Ultra Zombies will need to be held for, um, let's say, a year from now, whenever the survivors might get a little stronger. <laughs> so people will have to have, have hang out for that right there. Now... You said something earlier uh, that I wanted people to know about is that there is going to be something very specific to the Tricky Kid Nation and to our Tricky Kid listeners uh, and readers of our blog. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, so you know we we recognize that that you guys have quite a bit of a following, Roy, and uh, we we're looking at this and 
we like to give back, especially when uh, when we know that we can. So we've set up a package for you, and uh, it's rather extensive. Now, we're going to deliver all of this to you specifically, and then you'll be able to deliver these to your fans as needed, okay? Fantastic. Uh, but I think you're going to like this. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's how it goes. Everybody that uh, sends any sort of backing to the Zombie Overrun Kickstarter campaign and uh, puts in any note into their into their buying, there's a there's a spot where you can leave a note uh, when you purchase a product or when you back the product. Right. If, if they leave something about Tricky Kid, it does not matter what it is. They leave something there about Tricky Kid. That total, whatever they donated, from five dollars to a hundred dollars to the big backing at that, you know, twelve hundred dollars, whatever. If they back you, that that money will add into a total. Now, if the total reaches five hundred dollars, Tricky Kid Radio receives a full page ad in the Kickstarter box set. So every Kickstarter, you'll get a, a full page ad uh, in it. Yes. At a thousand dollars. Tricky Kid makes a character for the Kickstarter-only package. So, Roy, you'll get to make a uh, a character and stick it into the game. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, Tricky Kid Nation? Let's get in this game. Let's get this thing funded, man. That so, is freaking awesome. So it gets much better than that, man. Uh, at $1,500, you get to create a location, a place to play with special rules on the board and all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, my at God. $2,000, you guys get to do an ultra zombie. Um, and at there, at that point, when we get to the $2,500 pledge level, this is where things get really interesting for your subscribers, fan base, readers, all of them. We're going to give you uh, five environment decks at $2,500 to give out to, to people, just randomly. Oh, my God. At $3,000, we're going to give you exclusive Kickstarter, exclusive character decks for uh, your subscribers. So you guys can get five of those, and you can hand them out as you see fit. At $3,500, you get five ammo box expansions to hand out. At $4,000, you get five core zombie overrun games, like the base game, the whole thing. Uh, right. You get that full base game at $4,000, you get five of them to hand out. And at $5,000, uh, you yourself, uh, Roy, will receive one deluxe box set with everything in it. That's the full, you know, the, the, the full package with all the stuff in it, and you'll be able to show that off to your people. Now, that's the $5,000 pledge level. Uh, with 53,000 subscribers, that should be pretty simple to get to. If you guys for will, sure, you know, for hit sure, the, hit the hit that now. For every five thousand dollars above that, that Tricky Kid Radio puts out onto this Kickstarter, it's going to get really, really interesting. At this point, we're up in our game. Um, lay it on me. For every $5,000 that happens after the first 5000 a subscriber, one of your people, of your choice, however you do it, gets to make a character. So you don't have to do the $350 thing. Someone that you know gets to make a character. Oh, my God. A subscriber then, and this is all in one $5,000 hub. So you get the character, someone gets to make a location, someone gets to make an ultra zombie as well. Then you're also going to get five more environment decks, 
five more exclusive Kickstarter character decks, five more ammo box expansions, and five core zombie overrun games. That is all included for every single unlimited $5,000 that you guys get to. Now, I got one more big set for you. I'm ready. Lay it on me. Included in that $5,000, not any more included, are five full deluxe box sets to hand out to your subscribers. That's the whole Cedar Valley deluxe box set, everything in it. For every oh $5,000 that you guys throw out, we're going to toss that out to you. This is, first of all, that is so unbelievably generous. That is so unbelievably awesome. And like I said before, do you hear this man? Do you hear these people? You see that they're making something so cool and so real. Tricky Kid Nation, just get involved. Let's get this thing funded. I want I want to play this game. I told you, I remember last time uh, whenever we had we had met, uh, we were being involved in a WrestleFest thing, and I was like, okay, so you're saying I can make like a character that's kind of like, the Ultimate Warrior and WrestleFest, where he's just the ultimate badass. This is going to run through the whole thing, and and I, I, golly, I mean, as a just as a as a fan of gaming and everything else, I I would play this game. I would want to. I would be excited. I would be a fan of it. I would be all over it. But also to be able to be actually a part of its production and actually to be involved with it, and then be able to have our uh, you know our supporters as well, our listeners, our friends, our fans. Uh, to all kind of come together to kind of create this new uh, kind of gaming community kind of centered around this new thing that I have never seen before. It's just so freaking exciting. It's so awesome. Uh, again, so how, how so where can they go on Kickstarter? I, uh, of course, obviously, I'll have links uh, up on, on our social media platforms and also at TrickyKid.com. But, uh, guys, why don't you go ahead and lay, lay that on us as well. Where can they go? to uh, Kickstarter, like, right now, if they wanted to, whenever, uh, whenever, it's already started now, is that right? No, it starts on uh, January 9th. We have not laid it out that's yet. Right. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's so right. We're going to be, we're going to be dropping this on January 9th. Uh, if they would like, your your fans can get on Kickstarter, create an account if they don't already have one, okay. find Dragon's Fire Games, uh, and then and then go ahead and subscribe to us, or I don't think it's subscribe on Kickstarter. I think they can they can uh, follow us. I believe is what they call it. it on Kickstarter, and they and then they'll they'll get all the updates as we drop them out. Um, but I, I really do just want to say, you know, when we get on this, um, I want your subscribers and your people to know that they do not have to go. Um, they don't have to go all in and buy all the big stuff to support the movement. They can right. do sure sure. They can do the $10, you know, because I know not everybody has that big, big number, but we do want to get the game out, and it will take everybody because we're asking for uh, quite a bit to produce as much as we are. Um, oh. Now, they can find more information on us at Dragon's Fire Games uh, on Facebook. That's Dragon Space Fire Space Games at, uh, at Facebook, and they can find us at bcgamescompany.com, and uh, they can go to bcgamescompany.com on Facebook as well, and they can catch us uh, on all those links. So that's what I want to mention. Was it so? So January 9th is the launch date. Okay. Uh, again, currently, of course, this is uh, the pre preliminary time now. And like like the man said, uh, you know, if you've got five hundred dollars to, to create, uh, you know, this awesome thing for yourself and, and get us going that's great if you've got five dollars that's equally great just let's get this thing going let's get it funded i want us all to play this game i want to go to cons and 
and see, you know, because there, there could be different, this could be like Fight Club, dude. Like, there could be, like, different chapters all around the country where you go here and there and they have their own people and their own little cliques, and it could just, to watch this thing evolve is going to be very, very, very interesting. So, again, January 9th <clears throat> is the launch date. You said it's only 30 days, but you guys are going to do it for 45 uh, and but again, but you don't have to wait till January 9th, like you said, to, to uh, go ahead and kind of you know get ready for that launch date. Go ahead and, and check it out. Go ahead and look at it. And uh, and 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 you guys, again, you mentioned um, excuse me, uh, you guys mentioned BC Games. This is actually is not y'all's first game, right? You guys actually have done a game before. Yeah, yes, uh, BC Games has has created a number of games. Um, we we do our production through BC Games Company. That's kind of our production house that I manage and deal with all of our games. We do a number of educational games as well as fun uh, entertainment games. Uh, but most of our entertainment, uh, rather than education, is done under the the logo of Dragon Spire Games. It's a standard DBA. It's something that companies do all the time. Uh, it. It's just an easier way for us to move around. If okay. you're in, if you're in North Texas, we actually have a, a game called Gunslinger in a bunch of game shops in North Texas. So you should check those out. Okay. So that's what I was going to say was, was that where, like, you know, I mean, public distribution, uh, since you guys do already have a current game out, uh, you said it's called Gunslinger. I was going to ask where they can find it. So if you're in the North Texas area uh, and it's distributed, what, like locally, and it's by from, from Dragon's Fire, correct? Yes. You can go into uh, Collected Comics right now. There are, there are several of them in the area. And um, and you can you can go uh, and check those out at Collected Comics, and they're they're there to see. Um, and Sci-Fi Factory, you can go there and you can check those things out too. Fantastic. Well, guys, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, happy holidays to you. And again, like I said, uh, I, I can't wait for the uh, for the start of the new year when we can get the uh, see the launch come up. Uh, and get excited and get involved. I want to play this game. I want to. I want to get everybody involved. Uh, and I, again, I'm so excited to see how this thing is going to evolve. And again, Ashlyn Starbuck, a playable character, who's going to be joining us here, just hearing this a little bit as well. Uh, so stick around for that. Again, Conrad von Bosi uh, and Bill Barber, the producers uh, and creative director of Zombie Overrun. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Thank you. Thank Roy. you. Bye bye. Again, I want to thank those guys, uh, Conrad and Bill, for joining us. That's going to be a great game. Uh, and as you heard, you know, uh, cosplay superstar Ashlyn Starbuck is already getting us a very playable character in the game who's going to be joining us uh, on the show a little bit later on uh, today. And come on, man, let's get this thing funded. Let's get it going. I want to be a playable character, and, and we make it happen. So can all of you and, and I and, and really make, make that awesome. Uh, so, okay, so, so getting back to the list, uh, and, or actually, let me say this. Again, like I said, what a great thing for the cosplay community to be able to be a part of. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, I was saying it could be like Fight Club or something where, you know, different chapters around the country and different faces and different communities. Really, the sky's the limit. That's why I really uh, uh, wanted to, you know, to talk about them and, and, and really, really get behind it. Uh, anyway, so we can go ahead and get back to our list. Um Coming in at now at number seven is somebody that is was super impressive. Her name is Charlotte Dolan. Uh, she's also from um, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And 
and we met her uh, a couple of times uh, this year. Um, she has her own um, cosplay page called Be Charlotte D. Uh, but Charlotte is great. Uh, there was, I'm trying to think of the, the first time. Oh, yeah, the first time, of course, was also at the same uh, Dallas uh, Expo, the Fan Expo, whatever. And, you know, obviously it was very, you know, populated with Harley Quinn uh, because of a Suicide Squad movie, probably with the most popular cosplay this year. And I know a lot of, uh, you know, you know, when, when something becomes too popular, it, people kind of tend to kind of, it's kind of easy to hate on it. And, and you know, cosplay is supposed to be about individuality and, and, you know, and so when you see a lot of people doing it, people kind of, you know, want to shy away from it, whatever. But I say do what you like. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, you know, this is about some sort of punk rock purism. It's just whatever you do to make yourself happy. Well, so, uh, but she had her competition set out, set out for because at that Dallas Comic-Con, there were a lot of Harley Quinns. And she was one of, if not the best. Uh, definitely the most character accurate, all the way down to her lucky you tattoo. She was the only one I saw that she had that little, you know, those little significant, uh, you know, those little tiny little uh, accoutrements are significant, and and especially when you're out to to do cosplay at the level that she aspires to. So, and then uh, a few weeks later, our friends uh, in Dallas do the, this this uh, Mad Magazine comic book show uh, every year. And uh, she was there as Sailor Moon. So, uh, yeah, Charlotte's real cool and very, very talented. Uh, and again, I, I say this a lot, and I'll say this because uh, if, when we get into it here in a second, because a lot of people also want to know how to be a featured a cosplayer and, uh, at these cons. And I'm going to talk about that because a lot of people want to have those answers. Uh, I would prefer the actual cosplayers themselves talk about it, but... We've already kind of covered that a bit, so I'm just going to kind of, kind of, uh, kind of go over it uh, here in a little bit. But to me, it's important. I don't care how good you are, how talented you are. For me, if you're not cool and approachable and fun, like I said in the beginning of the show, then it's not. You know, it goes a long way. If you're a, a you know, a mediocre seamstress, but you've got a killer personality, you win. If you've got a perfect body and you know, all these crazy skills, but you're some kind of diva attitude person, then that's, it's going to kind of cancel the other thing out. That's, that's, at least that's how I feel. So, uh, so, you know, when you meet people like Charlotte and people we've met so far on the list, uh, that's why they're on the list because they're cool and they were fun and they made, uh, going to cons and, and having your picture, you know, taken with them or taking their picture, just a, a joyous experience like it's supposed to be. So, Cheers to, to Charlotte. Um, and now, uh, number six is somebody that is one of the most impressive uh, uh, people that I've met probably all year. Her name was Stephanie Torres, and she does a Desert Rose cosplay. And uh, we met her at the, at the big event earlier this year and, and in a couple other different places. Uh, Stephanie also owns this great car that she tours all around the country with. Uh, sometimes uh, she, uh, she jokes by saying that the car got booked instead of her, <laughs> uh, which is kind of hard to imagine uh, if you've seen Stephanie. And again, we'll have all these links uh, at trickykid.com, so you can actually can, can go there and, and click on it, so that you can uh, can check out all the wonderful cosplay uh, instead of just taking my, you know my word for it. And uh, we'll have uh, you know links and, and obviously some, some pictures and stuff and. 
little fun little little things about you know where where we had, where we met or where we shot or whatever. But Stephanie is unbelievably impressive, and uh, and again super cool. Like I said, and has this great car. I forget what she calls it, but it's uh it's really something, and uh, she's really 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 dialed into it. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, pause there, and now because I wanted to, I said talk about you know kind of briefly kind of go over what it takes to be like a featured cosplayer at one of these cons or one of these bigger cons because that seems to be the one that everybody wants to know and there's really no you know roadmap and I, and I can remember you know growing up and uh, being part of the music industry there was always these things I wanted to do and there, nobody ever seemed to want to talk about it uh, or give the answers so I don't, I'm not saying I have all the answers but I might have a couple uh, but before we get to that, I wanted to, we got to go ahead and, and talk about our sponsors uh, and get them all scored away and also talk about uh, some appearances where you actually can can see me and a few of uh, the people that are on our list. Uh, first and foremost, coming up is actually this coming Saturday. We mentioned the Quarter Lounge Arcade in Bedford. Something really awesome is happening. Uh, they're having their Christmas party. And me, uh, it's my alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid, uh, along with hip-hop heavyweight uh, MC Tech Force, who is like the nerdcore champion uh, of hip-hop, the undisputed. He, he and I are actually going to be making our collaborative, I'm sorry, collaboratory live debut together, which is going to lead to many, many more things. Uh, but this coming Saturday, it's also... Uh, it's going to be a pinball tournament. We're going to do this big wrap-along finale at the end. It starts at 7.30. Again, it's a quarter lounge arcade in Bedford. Uh, but during that day, I'm going to be screening uh, a bunch of rare 80s uh, holiday special cartoons that I subject my friends to every single year. Uh, and uh, now I'm going to have a captive audience for it. So I'm actually quite excited about that. So that's going to be a real, real, real good time. Uh, again, this Saturday, December the 17th. And uh, and again, you can see me as well as Tech Force all, uh, rocking the house together uh, on December 31st for New Year's Eve at the giant, big Marvel nerdy New Year. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Uh, we're going to be on the main stage uh, right before headliner Mike Realm. It's going to be Stanley's final appearance uh, at any con ever. Uh, his birthday and roast is the night before, so very, very honored to be part of the Marvel Nerdy New Year uh, with MC Tech Force. And he and I uh, together are a united front now, so very excited to, to bring you uh, the announcement of those two shows uh, and many more to follow. Uh, wanted to mention also, obviously, our sponsors. If you go to, when you go to trickykid.com to look at all these wonderful cosplayers and click on all the links, uh, check out Office Furniture to go. Um, it's a great sponsor, proud sponsor of, the, of this show. And, you know, Christmas is here, and you've got a lot of things to buy. Check out Office Furniture to Go. If you click on the link there, uh, it'll take you to their site, and uh, they'll kick a few bucks back to us uh, for your purchases and everything else. And right now they have some free shipping going on uh, based upon uh, how much you buy. And it's a great operation that we're also proud to be a part of. Uh, back to talking about, obviously, the uh, event this weekend at the arcade. It's also something I do a, a toy drive every single year, uh, and, and we wanted uh, 
that venue to ho uh, to be the site for that, and what better place, you know? Uh, but also, uh, heard we talk about a lot uh, last couple episodes about the relief effort we have joined up with. So this year's beneficiary is going to be for the Cajun uh, Relief Foundation as part of the Cajun Santa and the Coats for Cajuns uh, initiative. And what we ask you to do is when you come to the gig, bring a new unwrapped toy. Uh, you get in for free. Uh, and also, if you get any coats laying around, please bring them, uh, especially for kids' coats. We, we've got a lot of donations, but they seem to be primarily uh, for adults for the coats, which is great. You know, But the kids need the coats, too. So when you come out on Saturday, uh, make sure you bring an unwrapped toy and a coat if you can as well, because that would be so, so unbelievably helpful. Uh, also, okay, so then, uh, you know, and last but not least, I want to tell you about a great photographer. Um, he, my friend, uh, this Mike does a thing called Subtle Image Photography. You can check them out at www.subtleimage.com. That's S-U-B-T-L-E hyphen I-M-A-G image.com. Uh, obviously, you know here at Tricky Kid that I'm also a photographer and, and the, the, uh, Cosplayers that were on the list here are the ones that I have I have all have shot at some point uh, this year, and but also so uh, you know you can contact me for your cosplay needs, but also for your, your you know it's always good to have you know different different to work with different people, different photographers to get a different perspective. Uh, so check out Mike at uh, Subtle Image Photography if you want to do a, a full shoot. You know, obviously he does weddings and bigger events and things like that, but. Uh, definitely uh, look him up. He's a very, very talented, talented photographer. Okay, so now uh, what I'm going to do is is uh, I'm going to play you the song of the week, and I'm going to come back and talk about how to be a featured uh, cosplayer at these bigger events. I was trying to think of a song. I was like, what's what song of the week would it would fit this? And my philosophy has always been, when in doubt always look to the cramps <laughs> uh the legendary band the cramps and so the song i'm going to play this week is actually from the 1991 album look ma no head and i want this to be a precursor because we're going to do at some point in the new year an all cramps episode uh my friend howard kelly who just kicked cancer's ass by the way uh we're going to bring him on he's in a great uh, uh cramps tribute band called the gorehounds based out of dallas who haven't been able to play in a year uh, but he, uh, he's kicked Cantor's ass, man, and they're back to rehearsing, and so I'm, so to celebrate, uh, Howard's recovery, we're gonna do a full cramps thing, so, but I'm gonna play this song, because it's called, I Wanna Get In Your Pants, <laughs> and before you let the, your, your mind wander there, or you don't have to, it's so deliberate, it's actually not about the obvious at all, and that's why it's funny, because if you know anything about the cramps, the song isn't about how he's trying to hit on somebody, uh, it's how he wants to wear her clothing, <laughs> uh, which is the, the complete essence of the genius of the cramps. Uh, so this is, I want to get in your pants. Gotta love the double entendre there from 1991's Look Ma, No Head. And we'll be right back after the song to, uh, to talk further.
that also works very similar to how the music industry works as I've worked as a you know as a booking agent for many many years uh, it's a little bit different though because you really have to have an established fan base and you really have to have them work for you so you know I don't want to tell you something you already know but it basically works like this it's like I, I, I want to be 
a featured cosplayer. And again, you know, if you listen to the previous episode that we did uh, a few months ago, whatever, this goes into much more detail. But let me just give you a quick overview. If you want to be a featured cosplayer, you got to have a social media following. That's it. You know, and how big of a social media following? Well, you don't have to have a million followers, but uh, you certainly have to have what what you or by anybody's standards would be substantial. But it's not just enough to do that. You actually have to put it to work for you. Uh, so the, one of the easiest ways, or, or sorry, one of the most common ways, is you petition the actual con. You contact them. You contact the producers. And if you're one of these major players, you'll get booked right away because they already know that. If they haven't booked before or aren't entirely familiar with you, they'll say, okay, if you get X amount of people like requesting you, and then they'll provide you, the cosplayer, with an email address, and then it's up to you to kind of get to it. That's kind of what, in the music industry, is going to be equivalent of like, hey, we want to play the whiskey, but they won't book us, but they'll let us buy up all the tickets and sell our own tickets. And so, kind of like that, all right? Uh, there's actually a, uh, somebody, like right now, for example, there's a great cosplayer in, uh, in Utah named uh, Larissa Page. She was wanting to come to Dallas for the, the Marvel New Year, uh, like we were just talking about. So, she is currently, you know, working on a campaign to, to get herself down here. Now, uh, there's a lot of different what have you. I'm not going to go into the business aspect of it uh, yet in terms of, like, you know, if you sell stuff and, and what, what percentage the con will take, uh, if any, um, I will tell you that it's, it is depending on, on, on what you've worked out with the con, uh, because even I've even seen some of the, some of the, the biggest cosplayer stars in the world, they have to also get themselves to the con. They have, they have to, you know, book their plane, pay for it. I mean, it's not like, Oh, this, this is an all expense thing. Now, now I'm not saying that doesn't happen because it does happen. Where there are some cosplayers out there that can afford, or that can get to enjoy the luxury of being invited, all expenses paid to uh, the con to bring in people. Because that's what a con is. You know, basically it's a a a marketplace where people can, you know, vendors pay money to sell their wares, and they invite guests to attract customers. That's basically all it is. Uh, it's you, the, the the cosplayers, and the and the the community that have made it what it is not the actual producers of the event. So uh, anyway, so think about that. Uh, but here's something else that I think that a lot of people don't realize or don't entertain the idea is that, like I said, talking about vendors, well, you could also be one. So uh, yes, it would be awesome to be invited, but if you're having to pay for your own hotel and your own plane ticket anyway and having to share a percentage of your sales to the, the, the con itself, why, what would stop you from just buying a vendor table and setting up shop there? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I know it would be cooler to be on this, you know, on the, where all the, you know, but you could, you know, where all the other cosplayers are, but you could, or cosplay alley, but who, who cares? You could set it up any size table that you can afford and you could do the exact same thing and even do that a couple of times until you get over there. But that's a, that's a great, great way to, you know, to do it and nothing's stopping you from doing it. But uh, build up that social media platform, you know, give them content, interact, engage. I mean, that's why I have so much respect for these people, because it really is a job. It really is something that they work hard at and, uh, and, and, and share their gift with the world. But again, you don't have to be a 
you know, a, you know, a, a perfect model with a perfect body that wants to do this for a living to be a great cosplayer. You know, being a cosplayer means putting cosplay on your body and, and going to a con. That's it. It starts there. How far you take it, it's up to you. But anyway, I hope that that was a bit insightful. Um, and, you know, so we're going to have Ashlyn Starbuck coming back on here in a little bit and, uh, and also to kind of share some stuff with you, too, because like I said, she is she is outrageously awesome. So but getting back to the list uh, for now, OK, is we also wanted to talk about. Let's see here. So uh, coming up next on the list, whatever, is a girl named uh, Marla Massey who does the M cubed man. She has really taken off uh, this year. She's very, very established. She is somebody that would be the perfect segue to talk about being an established uh, featured cosplayer. And an easier answer would be where we didn't run into Marla this year. She was literally everywhere. I saw her in Richardson. I saw her at the comic book show, uh, the North Texas mad magazine one where we met Charlotte. Uh, all the big ones, and she travels all over, like all over Texas. I, I know that she's, I believe that she's based uh, uh, here. Um, in fact, I, I'll, I'll have all the information, of course, I said on the website, but I, I want to confirm that uh, for you because I'm going she is just unbelievably talented and just that ambition. I mean, I'm not kidding. She was everywhere. I think she was a Texas Frightmare this, this year. Uh, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, but she is has been everywhere this year, and you know, working you know so super hard, uh, bringing you know her gift and and what she does, and and again, she's super cool too. Um, but yeah, 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 she is. She's also part of the the Sunbrew bikini team. Uh, so she's 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 somebody that is like an actual model, uh, and does the cosplay thing is also part of that too. But. Shout out to Marla for being so kicking so much ass this year uh, and being so great uh, and being so awesome. Uh, so definitely, again, like I said, check out M Cubed Cosplay in uh, Modeling on Facebook. She's got some great prints. She does this great Ray. I saw her do Ray a lot this year uh, and a great Poison Ivy. And again, like I said, you'll be able to see some some pics on the site. But definitely click on the links and and check out all these great cosplayers. Uh, and then. Next on the list is number four is Kevin Lewis, and Kevin Lewis is somebody, uh, full disclaimer, that I've known for, for a very, very long time, and he has talked about up to their game, man, like just unbelievably, and he's he's like a, the man now. He's like the major player. He's the guy that's like not even in the, the contest. He's judging them, and he's, I mean, he's next level business, and a great dude. Uh, He's, a, he's everywhere. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he is everywhere. Uh, producing events, judging events, all the big ones. Uh, I, w I even saw him at uh, the, uh, the Nerf gun world record that we we set earlier this year at AT&T Stadium. So uh, great shout out to, to, again, full disclosure, my friend Kevin Lewis had to make the list because he just, again, has just raised his game so high this year and just kicked so much ass. And so now coming in at number three is somebody that actually uh, was on our list last year. And her name is Kelsey Topper. Uh, she's she's also from the, the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, you know, last year, all 10 of the cosplayers were probably 
all from 10 different places, from L.A. and, uh, you know, uh, up in the Northwest, you know, in New York and everything else. Didn't travel as much this year. I had a, a lot more uh, different things going on. Um, I traveled a lot. I just didn't go to a lot of a lot of cons outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area this year, but uh, went, went to a few. Uh, anyway, but I wanted to talk about uh, uh, this cosplayer. Her name is Kelsey Topper. And Kelsey, again, was on our list last year. And let me tell you something right now. The epitome of raising your game and getting on that next level and the level beyond that all in a very short amount of time, there isn't anybody that exemplifies that that we have met that I have talked to more than Kelsey Topper. She just owns it. And her and her squad and her crew just show up and just kill. And one thing I keep saying throughout this entire episode, is talk about personality and, and, and kindness and, and, and approachability and just being cool and fun. Kelsey Topper has the most magnetic personality. She is so unbelievably nice and kind and fun and is somebody that you just kind of want to root for. You ever met people like I'm kind of a polarizing figure. I, I'm the kind of person where either you'll, you'll take a bullet from me or you're the one firing the bullet. Kelsey's the kind of person where if you don't like her, you're the jerk. Uh, because in my experience, she won't give you any reason uh, uh, not to. Just irresistible, Kelsey Topper. And I think there's probably at least seven events, so instead of listing all of them over again, uh, but definitely check out Kelsey. She rules, man. And so now, uh, before we get on uh, with finishing the list, let's get Ashlyn Starbuck from Amarillo, Texas, who you guys will remember uh, co-hosted uh, the cosplay special we did a couple months ago uh, from the fan expo there, and that's actually where I where I met Ashlyn, and she is one of the most special people uh, I, I've ever met. Uh, I've been so grateful now to call her a friend. Um, we have shot many many times, and we're going to be shooting many many more times. A lots of collaborations. Uh, and she's just become one of my favorite people. And so let's go ahead and get her on the phone. Uh, because, like I said, she just exemplifies everything that, that, that uh, in my opinion, what cosplay uh, is all about. So let's go ahead and get Ashlyn Starbuck, cosplay superstar. I had Ashlyn on uh, a couple of months ago. Ashlyn, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, now, I again, I wish that we were doing this uh, uh, face-to-face, but it's good to have you on. And, of course, the reason why we have you on uh, this time is we want to talk about a few things, kind of catch up with you. Uh, doing our top ten, uh, Tricky Kid top ten cosplayers of the year, of uh, people that have uh, that we've met and, uh, and have been able to, to, to hang with and, and to shoot and have been part of the our whole uh, process and you know and God we had such a great time when you came down. Uh, for our listeners that didn't hear the first show, Ashlyn's from Amarillo and came all the way down. Uh, we had met at uh, Dallas Fan Days back in was it October? Was it was that right, Ashlyn? Yeah, I think so. Right, and I've, I've slept since then. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Let's look at the holidays. Uh, came down and gosh, we had the best freaking time ever i can't wait for you guys to finally see uh kind of the fruits of our labor that you're gonna be able to see um we did we did three shoots um 
and you're going to be able to see all of that new cosplay this coming Thursday. Uh, so, uh, we're actually, actually today when this airs. So, so Ashley, uh, so tell me a little bit about, um, what are, what are some of the things that you're working on right now? Um, I've kind of mostly finished with a Wednesday Adams, um, cosplay. The one I'm most excited about right now, and I'm pretty close to being done is my STEM Punisher. Um, super excited about that one. (laughs) That's going to be cool. Um, That's going to be real cool. And then I'm also working um, kind of side-by-side with the Femme Punisher, um, a Baroness. So that one's, that one, I was a little worried that it wasn't going to come together quite right, and I kind of lost perspective on it for a while. And I kind of I kind of started to put it back together, and I took a couple of just quick, like, mirror selfies, and I got excited about it all over again. So we're, we're on track with that one. <laughs> good, good. And I'm sure the cosplayers that are out there that are listening right now can relate to that where, like, when you kind of start a project and it may not be kind of coming together the way that you want to, uh, like I said, that's an inspirational thing to maybe put it aside for a second and kind of and kind of come back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know the Baroness, you know, is near and dear to my heart, and those that, you know, that are listening know that uh, I'm all about G.I. Joe. I've got the – even have the tattoos to, uh, to, prove, to prove my dedication there. So very excited to see how that's going to come out for you. Um, now, talk about that for a little bit. So when you start a a new project and it, and it's not really coming together, uh how do how do you kind of fly through that? What do you, do you like like what, what's the process there? Um I I kind of try to get a general, you know, a general idea of what I'm shooting for in the beginning, but um I'm kind of indecisive and I sometimes can't decide exactly how I want to put things together. So I tend to kind of overdo it. Um, So I end up with, you know, I need to come up with, you know, one costume, but I have several pieces that I need to figure out um, which look I want to go for. And um, for, uh, for the um, Baroness, it was, do I want to do the full up bodysuit? Do I want to do the legless bodysuit? And I've got Honestly, I've got pieces to do all of it, and I will probably eventually do both, but um, it was just kind of seeing what fits and what doesn't, and trial and error, really. (laughs) Well, you know, as a photographer, I can relate to that, because, you know, whenever uh, whenever we have shot together, you know that I I have what's in my head, and I want to see that come to life in the picture, and I, I know how to get there, at least I feel like I do, and so when it's not coming together, then that's when, you know, you kind of tend to move on. So as a photographer, I can definitely can, can kind of, you know, relate to that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thinking, okay, you know, what what can I do to get there or maybe come back to it or something. Uh, and, and another thing I wanted to talk about was, so if you, so you've got the bareness, you've got, Wednesday Adams, you've got the Punisher, like that that's that's a great that's gonna be a great lineup. So uh there's some cons that are coming up uh where people can see you. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to for sure be at the Marvelous Nerd Gears Eve con. Um Game really Dallas excited Princess. about that. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And I've had, I'm to, excited I've had about- to kind of move mountains to get there, but I will be there. <laughs> And we're going to put you to that, Ashlyn, because, of course, you know that I will be there. Tricky Kid Radio will be there uh, doing 
the podcast there live from the main floor, uh, as well as, of course, my alter ego, uh, DJ Tricky Kid, will uh, be making an appearance as well. Uh, I've got a few things coming up with a uh, hip-hop artist named Tech Force. It's also going to be performing at uh, Marvel's uh, Stanley's Nerdy New Year, uh, so keep your eyes open, peeled for that. So, we, so we're gonna, we're definitely gonna hold you to making your appearance. So, are, will you have a full? Um, can people can expect uh, some new stuff um, at that appearance, or is that something that that you're gonna be debuting in the new year? Um, I probably I'm probably gonna wait and hold off on the new stuff until until the new year, just because it is a Marvel event. So. I'm probably I'm probably going to do um, both versions of my Psylocke, um, and I'm considering bringing Phoenix. Um, yes. So I'm I, I got to stick with Marvel for this one. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, and those out there uh, that haven't quite that haven't seen your cosplay yet, the best Psylocke. I, I told this story uh, when you were on last time, and of course you and I uh, uh, have have talked a lot and and and. Have joked about it, but it was on the final, it was on the third day, and it almost at the very end of the entire, you know, con period, I literally went the wrong way on purpose down an, an escalator, or was going up or down it the wrong way when you walked by. The best Psylocke I have ever seen, period. Just killed it, killed it. And, and would you say that's your, like, I guess everybody has kind of like their signature cosplay. Would you say Psylocke is yours? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, well, and but there could be uh, a second one because you, as as the listeners heard earlier, uh, we had the producers for a very exciting upcoming game uh, called Zombie Overrun coming up that I'm excited that our listeners are going to be able to have uh, playable characters on and things like that. And you are currently the playable character for Zombie Overrun. Uh, yes, so talk a little bit about that and, and talk a little bit about, about your character on there. Um, I'm, I don't want to give away too much. Um, right. Of course. It's definitely, it's definitely something you, you just, you have to see. Um, but I've, I, on my, on all my pages, I have a couple of, um, photos posted that, um, we've used for, um, my character card and stuff in the game. Um, She's she's a she's a powerful character and it's a character as Ashlyn Starbuck. There's no other name, no disguise, or whatever. It it's me. Um, yeah. And uh, I, there's not there's not much I can give give away. Um, later on, there's also um, kind of a surprise, I guess, in there um, where my sister is actually in the game with me. So, um, and if I remember correctly, there will be some. You know, you you play the two characters together as sisters, and you get like special abilities or um and, or something. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, Freaking exciting is, is is hell for sure. And like when they were going over all the different, I wouldn't. It's so exciting about the game is that it just the sky's the limit with this. It, uh, these guys have created this platform uh, where you know, there are these endless possibilities. There's literally no restriction. It's kind of like whatever you can kind of imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. I, um, I'll i also be, um, especially um, the Dallas area, because, you know, they're they're based out of Denton. So um, the Dallas area, especially any, 
you know, cons and stuff that they're at, I'm probably, I'm probably going to be there, um, be there with them too. So, uh, right. I get to get to kind of tag along with that. So it's, it's fun. And that's going to be a great tie in for you. Cause you were saying that it's Psylocke is kind of like your signature one, but like I said, now people might be, be starting to know you as this character from zombie overrun. Cause like the, when they start, you know, that process starts where you're going to start seeing those guys, uh, you know, promoting that game and everything else, you would be the face of it. You're an actual living, breathing, awesome character right right there at the con. Yeah, and the, the like I said, the the few pictures I've posted of um, of the shoot that I did for that character have have been really well received. So um, I have I have high hopes for it. Well, awesome. And you know what's funny? I said because you know that we did a shoot together that people haven't seen yet as you as that character that came out freaking awesome and i'm so excited for people to be able to see that finally uh and again there's some stuff you haven't even seen so we're uh so i'm excited to to uh unleash that i'm I'm ready to bless the world with these amazing (laughs) pictures of you and then of course then the other shoot that we did uh was for a a very intense uh shoot that we did it was so much fun was you as goblin queen uh talk about that experience um, that was definitely a first time new new experience um new experience most of first of all most of the pictures from my cosplay stuff most of them i've done i've been in front of and behind the camera very creative use of a timer <laughs> right sure so, sure so i mean there were so many new aspects it was um definitely the most um the most exposure i've had in a in a costume, um, right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, the studying of the shoe and there was just, it was, it was all an adrenaline rush, really. <laughs> it was, it was fun. At first I was a little bit nervous and um, maybe a little timid, but that, that went away real quick. <laughs> you know, it's real your, quick. It, it almost instantly, I was just so blown away how you just, you look so amazing. And again, when you guys see Ashlyn Starbuck as Goblin Queen, it may very well break the freaking internet. Like it's, I'm telling you, like if you have any online shopping to do on Thursday, get it out of the way because your computer is going to explode when uh, you see these pictures. But uh, but you, I was just so impressed with you. Um, you know, you and I uh, now have 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 a have a, have a, a great. Uh, rapport and a great relationship and all that, but I, at, at that time, you know, we were we were learning how how, how to work with each other, and uh, and you put a lot of trust in me, which I'm very grateful, uh, you know, to you for. And I also like to think that uh, you know that I you know I had earned that as well. Whenever we whenever we got there, it was just you just became that character. The 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 actual cosplay itself was was on point, and that was great. And again, like I said, it, it is you know kind of a you know it is kind of a bit of a revealing character, and uh, and we were doing, we were shooting on location in public uh, outside downtown uh, Fort Worth in a neat little area over there, and all that went away the minute we hit the street. You just became the Goblin Queen and almost was uh, just inviting that. I mean, it was just it was just so cr- amazing and so so wonderful to witness. Just the almost instant transformation. Why, why, and talk about that a little bit. What, 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 what do you? What was the inspiration? What was that like for you? Was it was it exciting? Was it where you? Uh, I know you were kind of kind of nervous, but then again, it just went away. It was exciting is an understatement. Um, 
I don't know, everything just, everything just clicked. There wasn't really a whole lot of intentionally trying. I mean, right. you, you saw occasionally where I'd go back and forth between being, you know, my serious goblin queen to giggly, goofing off. That's right. That's <laughs> <Me>. right. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, overall, it was just fun that came naturally. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's just the the setting, everything. It just it just flowed. It just worked, and it just happened. <laughs> and and I I could not have been. I mean that that was the best shoot, I, you know that I've ever done. And again, like I said, you, you have to have that. You because know, I I wanted to create something special. You know that you you know. And we had talked about it, and you had come down, and I wanted to create something that would that be unforgettable. That would be really something that would. Something you may not even had imagined that 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 it could be, and and so uh, or maybe like you know how you kind of envision. I wanted to really kind of take you outside of your comfort zone, um, and but create something that I knew that you could really really get into character for and really enjoy and just have such a freaking blast with it, you know. And I was so pleased that that it, it exceeded all of that for me. Yeah, I I I like being I like being pushed. I like challenges. I like I like doing new things. And so, sometimes it does take a little bit a little bit of a a little bit of a push and just kind of right. for someone to put it out there. And it's I I I couldn't be happier that I did it. So <laughs> that's and and I'm so excited for people to be able to finally see this. And people will be able to see it at, of course at trickykid.com. Uh, and tricky-kid.com, you'll be able to see it, and we'll be it'll be all over, you know, our uh, social media platforms as well. And last but not least, okay, is drum roll, please. Uh, I, I don't if I have to, to to tap the table here or insert a drum roll in post production here, but uh, wanted to announce to you and to the world out there is that coming in at number two on our top ten list of the top Tricky Kid cosplayers or the Tricky Kid top ten for 2016 is the one and only Ashlyn Starbuck. So, Ashlyn, congratulations on that. Thank you. Can you believe it? Number two. You should, you should be number one. I am beyond ecstatic about number two. So. Yes. Really? That is awesome. Thank you. You have been voted wow. number and it's, and it's, you know, And so now you can help me also announce number one, which is for the second year in a row, the number one. Tricky Kid Cosplayer of 2016 is the wonderful, lovely, and talented Joni Brosis from Salt Lake City, Utah. And our listeners out there know, obviously, that we had Joni on uh, at the same con where you and I met. Um, so did you? And and if you guys were there, it was a total like pandemonium between you and Joni. You guys owned that con. You owned it. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, we talked about this last time. Did you get to talk to Joni a little bit? Very, like, in passing. There was very little time. <laughs> right, right, right. Very no, because, time. because you, I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, like I said, I, I, I know how, how, how nice and modest you are, but 
you guys were mobbed. Like the two of you were hands down the most popular uh, cosplayers there. Like it was like it was like I thought that uh, you know I mean like if you walked into that top floor you would have thought Beyonce was there. All it was was just the yell you could hear was the snapping of of, of shutters and stuff. So I mean you couldn't take two you couldn't take two steps at that con without being asked for pictures, right? Pretty much. Yeah. And sometimes there was there were there were no steps. <laughs> it was just turn turn and look this way this way wait over here. <laughs> So it was it was fun. It was fun. Well, well, congratulations on that. I mean, I mean, I mean, wasn't that so great when you got there and was just like I said? I mean, you literally couldn't you couldn't move. You you, you almost needed security detail. Both of you. It was it was it was humbling though. It was an honor to be received that well. So it, it was a, it was a great experience. Well, 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 you also being so kind and I said and you know and so modest and everything else. <laughs> Is what is such a joy to be able, you know, to work with you and 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 to now, you know, now to know you and and all that stuff and and that's I think is also is an inspiration to 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 other people and and to me it's kind of kind of what cosplay is all about. It's kind of the the cool kind of like I said kind of community. It's very communal and uh, and so I, I think, so again congratulations. You absolutely deserve it. People are going to freak out and lose their mind. Uh, when they see the, these pictures that you said will now or will can also will be available in, in print form coming into the new year, is that correct? Correct. It's a work in progress at the moment, but it should be should be good to go by by the beginning of the year. So. Well, awesome, awesome. And then where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram, both places. Just look Ashland Starbucks. Um, you'll find me there. Same thing on Twitter. Um, okay. And then for my prints, it'll be a store envy. Um, again, store envy backslash Ashland Starbucks. So pretty much anywhere, throw Ashland Starbucks in there, and you'll find me. <laughs> for sure. And again, and there'll be links, of course, on our website uh, at trickykid.com, and I'll be, of course, singing the praises. Uh, of Ashland Starbuck uh, uh, to, to pretty much anyone that will listen. You're awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, I can't wait to see you uh, when you come to Dallas for the Nerdy New Year. And, and for our listeners out there, you guys aren't going to be able to wait because we're going to be doing some many more photo shoots for you guys to enjoy. Uh, and this collaboration between Ashland and I, is we're just getting started. So yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, darling. Again, I want to thank cosplay superstar Ashton Starbuck for, for joining us again. She is, that's the word for her, she is a superstar. And congratulations to her coming in at number two, and congratulations for the second year in a row uh, to Joni Brosis from Salt Lake City, Utah, who is, she is in a lane all her own. Uh, you know, she's there's a reason why she's at the top of this list this year and last, because it's, uh, she is probably the bar setter. She is who all or most compare their cosplays to. Uh, and what an inspiration. And talk about, you know, promoting, you know, self, you know, you know, good body image and, and self-acceptance and just the sweetest person ever. Uh, I really hope you guys had checked out our episode two months ago when she was on. And if you didn't, actually, I have uh, some great news. Is actually also today, one, two, three punch. 
is you'll A, get to hear this episode of Tricky Kid Radio about cosplay. On TrickyKid.com will be uh, the pictures and the list of uh, in print form with all the links of all of our for our uh, top cosplayer 2016. But also on our YouTube channel, Tricky Kid TV, you'll actually get to see the video of me interviewing um, Joni Brosis and her as Mary Jane, actually. She, she had such a great lineup this year. Uh, right there on video. So if you go to, to YouTube and just type in Tricky Kid TV, it'll come up, and I'm excited for you guys to see that. Again, go to TrickyKid.com. That's Tricky-Kid.com. Uh, and you'll be able to see everything I'm talking about here um, in the audio version. You'll be able to see in print form with links and get to enjoy them. And congratulations to all the people that made our list. And again, I want to thank them for being all being so talented and so cool and working so hard uh, and being a part of this great cosplay community. Uh, every single one of them is totally well-deserved. And uh, and again, it's been a crazy, crazy year. So I've had so much fun. I have been blessed by all of them. So again, thanks to all of, of you on the list. And thanks to all of you out there that are listening. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, join us on Twitter. Uh, we're at uh, Tricky Kid and the number two. If you go to Facebook, uh, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. It'll come right up. Give us a like. Um, shows like this will come up each and every week on Thursdays. And then also, would really want you to go to iTunes. Type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast and click subscribe. It's free to subscribe, and this will automatically pop up in your iTunes each and every week. And again, you know, the holidays are here. Uh, right here with us so uh you know anybody that knows me knows how much i love the holidays so i hope everybody out there that's listening i hope you have a great safe and wonderful holiday uh we will be back next week with another show on the 22nd uh so uh last year we took a break uh before then but we will have we have another great show coming up for you next week uh, but until then take care happy holidays uh and merry christmas and we'll see you next week Maybe not, but still I try, try.